What's up, guys? Chris Harry with you on the Chargers Podcast Network. And this is the Backstage Chargers Podcast, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. This week's episode is going to be a lot of fun. Mike and Ike taking over the podcast. Kicker Michael Badgley and defensive end Isaac Rochelle sat down with their teammate Nick DeZubdar for a very wide-ranging conversation. Hope you enjoy. Okay, what's up, guys? We are here with the Mike and Ike podcast, and that's not the candy. That is Michael Badgley and Isaac Rochelle. (laughs) And what we do is we bring players on, and we have a conversation, and we hear their story from their perspective. So today we have Nick DeZubnar. Nick DeZubnar. However you say it. Let me introduce this guy a little bit. He's a linebacker, number 48 for the Los Angeles Chargers. From Mission Viejo, played at Mission Viejo High School. That's impressive. Led the team in tackles, goes to Cal Poly, comes here undrafted, and he's an automatic linebacker star for our special teams. <laughs> I wanted to throw that in there. I was going to say, yo, wait a second. I had to throw that in there. But what's up, Nick? How you doing today, man? I'm doing really good. I'm happy to be here. I was really excited until I heard the name that you guys were going to call this the Mike and Ike Show. Well, it's, it's, bro, just, it's the candy. It's a playoff under- the candy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not dumb. I understand it's a playoff the candy. I just think I don't know. California people ridiculous. don't eat sweets or uh, sugar or anything like that. So. Well, here, I eat sweets. He, here's the thing. Nick, you are our first guest. For, so for you to come on here and start off like that... That's going to start off with a banger. (laughs) All right, Zub, we want to just hear your story, but I want to start off by just you taking us all the way back to high school Zub before he's even the football phenom that he is now. Take us to, like, when you first started playing football and then going into high school. It all started when my mother gave birth to me. (laughs) And I was born great. (laughs) Some people have greatness bestowed upon them. (laughs) What was the question? You want me to start back and you want me to just brag about myself? That oh, yeah, feels yeah, really yeah. weird. Just talk to us about when, like... All right, it- all right. I got you. So, I have a little brother. Uh, we are very physical kids, you know, always wrestling, drive my mom crazy, always wrestling with friends, all stuff like that. And I remember I had a... My, my parents had a uh, family friends and stuff like that. I went to one of their kids... One of my friends, he was older than me. I went to one of their Pop Warner practices, like Mighty Might, the first thing you can go to, right? I was too young to play, but I went and watched my friend play practice, and I remember looking back at my dad, and I go, Dad, are these guys getting in trouble for hitting kids? (laughs) And and my dad's like, no, they're not getting in trouble. You're allowed to hit kids out here. Like, do you want to maybe do this? I was like, yeah, sign me up. So, obviously, that's where it took off. Next year, I'm in football and stuff like that, but... So what year is that? What was the year again? How oh, I couldn't tell. Mighty Mites. I mean, it's like Pop Warner. Whatever the earliest was for Pop Warner. But you, I mean, we were looking at the bio. Like, you've played tons of sports. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, here, early life, Wikipedia, very... Mm, yeah, detailed. I wrote that. Yes, I wrote that. you wrote this. <laughs> Just to give yourself some clout <laughs> out there. Uh, it says you played football, hockey, and wrestling. Well, that was just high school. Yeah. 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 So was, what, what you know, growing, we, we growing grew up, up playing every single sport. I mean, <laughs> we grew up playing every sport, baseball. Um, I'll tell you another funny story. I, we even, I even played soccer growing up. Um, I think I've told you guys a story yeah, too, but this, I love it. One day, you know, we're young, we're kids, we're playing soccer, not really know what we're doing, we're just chasing balls around, you know, but I remember we came out and the team had the same color jersey as us. And my dad, I think suggested, Hey, let's just Nick, go ahead and take your jersey off. These guys will be the skins. You guys will be the jerseys. And, one of the moms 
um, scream, we can't do that, we can't do that, we didn't bring sunscreen for him. <laughs> and my dad was quickly, this has been fun, we are leaving, and soccer's done with. So I mean, no are, more soccer for me. Are we going to again act like that's just not a totally California thing? To play without a shirt on? The sunscreen comment. Georgia, <laughs> yeah. we're just getting kicked out in the mud like, all right, go figure it out. That's, I mean, that's how I was raised, too. I couldn't believe that either. But, I mean, some people are crazy about their kids' skin. They don't want them to have wrinkles when they're older, I guess. Good for them. But yeah, I don't get I'm it. I'm not that worried about it. So, at any point when you were younger, so we're going to fast forward to being in high school. Yeah. You're playing all these sports. Mm-hmm. At what point were you like, all right, football might be my main thing or were you like all right I low-key might get a scholarship doing hockey or wrestling or something else or did you know it was uh it was actually tough it was kind of a toss-up between all three wrestling what a beast (laughs) wrestling I'm gonna be honest wrestling was my least favorite sport I really did not like wrestling I hated Wrestling practice. Um, you probably, you right probably get dish racked out there, huh? Uh, no, I'm thrown around the ring. <laughs> absolutely not. You pinned, don't, pinned every three seconds. You don't get scholarships for that, man. Yep. Well, everyone, everyone <laughs> you, needs you end t- up. You end up a kicker when that happens. Everyone, everyone <laughs> yeah. needs a tackling dummy, Nick. Okay. <laughs> I'm just throwing around a lot of like ragdoll here on the mat for a couple minutes. No, but I was, I was just. I think growing up, my dad was a wrestler. Me and Colin, my little brother, wrestled all the time. So me and we were naturally, I think, just really good wrestlers and stuff but I really didn't like wrestling. The only reason I stuck with wrestling because I think it was so beneficial to the way I played football, taking on O-linemen and and wrestling these guys. I mean, you guys know my signature move out here against O-linemen if I'm mad is a a casual hip toss here and there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The old hip disrag move. The old Gary Bertier running around out there. (laughs) (laughs) They love that. So Um, you were – it could have been anything. It was it was going to be hockey or football. It wasn't wrestling. I got I got some interest from wrestling, but I knew I didn't want to wrestle in college. Um, Hockey was – the sport that I loved the most, but I know that would have required the biggest sacrifice because I knew I would have had to go Canada or uh, Midwest, East oh Coast. Well, here we go. Career. You know, here what we go. Let's doing? let's be honest. Mm-hmm. This is a Southern California area, and this guy's talking about playing hockey. Yeah. Let me let me interrupt now, you. Listen, real I got quick. respect for I mean, the Ducks. I got respect for the quack, Kings. Quack. But I come from the north. I'm from Jersey. We got good hockey out there. And you're trying to tell me that you were good enough to go play at the next level in hockey? I'm just telling you I was recruited to. I respect. I Listen, I have no reason to say you weren't. Yeah. But I will sit I, here in this chair and I'll tell you to your face. Uh-oh. Here we go. That I am here a lot better at hockey than you are. Look, we could... We can play this cat and mouse game all, all you want, Badge. I'll I'm skate, telling you right now. I'll skate circles around you. I'm putting you can't skate circles around me if I put you through the freaking glass, bro. <laughs> if he disrags you again, yeah. so disrag for the listeners. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Disrag is when you get manhandled. Okay, this is this is the one part I'm going to subtly brag about myself and okay, my hockey here we skills. Go. I was a very physical hockey player. Talk to him. Um, I had I had goals in hockey. When I finished playing hockey, I was satisfied because I did these certain things. I knocked a kid out cold in hockey. Hit multiple kids over the boards. You know what I mean? That's so yeah. disrespectful when you knock them over oh, yeah. the bench. I mean, their parents are and crying I'm, in this. And, stage, and I've also and they and need I've, sunscreen. And I've also <laughs> hit a kid through the glass. Wow, I mean, that's yeah. savage in high school. Okay, yeah. so that's savage. So let's, let's like I almost fought dads when I was in the penalty box because I hit their son, and they're coming over to yell at me. So let's let's put it this way: Nick was uh, basically a bender. No, Which also not true. Even tie his See, this is not true either. <laughs> this is oh, and, he, and he was an enforcer out there. Which I listen. He probably would have one. I you was an enforcer put... that took it north and south with the freaking puck. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah, I'm getting, now I'm getting heated. Let's let's move on from hockey. We get you. are a good hockey player out here in California. So, <laughs> so you, out here in California. yeah, right out in the sun. <laughs> so, 
hockey, wrestling becomes irrelevant because you obviously went and played college football. And Correct. we were reading this, UNLV, New Hampshire, Cal Poly, you had these offers and these were kind of the schools that you were thinking about. Yeah. Your dad, Michael, yeah. little little stat drop, went to Cal Poly. Yeah. So at what point did you say, all right, I'm playing football, I've got these schools, and I think I want to go to Cal Poly? Um we had a lot of interest from the others, from the schools. We didn't have any huge D1 offers like, you know, UCLA, USC, anyone like that. We had the we U- UNLV, you know, Nevada, uh, Wyoming, stuff like that. Cal Poly gave me my first offer, and they offered me really early, whether it was late junior year or really early senior season. I can't remember, but they offered me early. And my grandparents actually live up in Cal Poly area. so Which is, wait, what city is that? San Luis Obispo. Okay. So my grandparents. That's the whole name. Yeah. Yeah, can we get that one time? The whole name, the (laughs) California Polytechnic State University of San Luis Obispo. (laughs) So my grandparents retired up there. So I grew up going to to Cal Poly for vacations, Thanksgiving, all this stuff. So I love the area. My dad graduated there, so they offered me early, and I thought to myself, I could be a four-year starter there at Cal Poly. So that's where I wanted to go. Now, did you ever, you know, what was your dream school? Everyone's got, like, a school they wanted to go to. You know, what was other than Cal Poly? I think, honestly, I think growing up when I was a kid, for whatever reason, I loved Michigan, and I loved uh, Colorado Boulder, whether it was just location or just something about Michigan's uniforms or something like that. But those two were like, oh, man, it'd be cool to go there or to play football there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know about Boulder, but. I get, I get Michigan. <laughs> I don't know the Boulder thing. I don't get. Well, that's why I was saying location. That's yeah. true. Because I'd probably just enjoy being up there. <laughs> well, it looks like some of those schools missed out on you. I mean, shoot, I'm reading. You got 414 total tackles, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's kind of crazy, though. <laughs> Tackling fuel. <laughs> I want to. So you you got there. I mean, reading through this, you redshirted your first year. Yeah. So uh, you that was part of year. On. Part of year. Yeah. Which, yeah, so it's unreal. You're like, yeah, uh, best year of college Freshman was the year, first year. I don't year. have to travel, party year? Okay, cool. Yeah, all right, sweet. That is so, I didn't get the red shirt, so I don't even know what that is. All right, is. subtle big time. Jeez. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> Keyword, I didn't get to red shirt. I didn't I mean, get to experience Well, here, here's the other thing. Neither did I. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Bro, you were at a military school. Yeah, well, uh, you're right. didn't you have to go to a military school? Like, it's were you that, like, dysfunctional as a... Adolescent, they're listen, like, you got to go to a military like, school. You're, you're, yeah. you're going to typical military. Jersey kid. We we're here. Send him into a listen, we're, we could talk about me all day, Nick, but we're here for you. Okay, <laughs> that's classic uh, okay. swerve. Yeah. So you know, I didn't even get the <laughs> finish. Subject. You had four. You know, just being at Cal Poly, you literally had 414 tackles, five picks, seven forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and five sacks. So you were a stud. You were you're walking around campus with your chest out. Yeah, yeah. Were, were you the, like, were you the guy? They're like, yeah, that's Dzubnar. Half of them don't know how to say your last name, which is fine. Yeah, every every school we went to, no one knew how to say it. But yeah, yeah. But four fourteen is crazy. But I'm saying, so you started your first year playing, like you you led the team in tackles. Yeah, I think I led the team in tackles every year. To be honest, Ooh, I, what a beast. Well, I think <laughs> not bad. Not a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just, I just remember going to college. Every every year is my goal to get over 100 tackles. So that's what I set out to try to do. So you know, when you know, kind of, you're going Crazy. through, you're going through college, you're having this incredible career. When, what year, or when did you really tell yourself I could go pro? Well, I knew Cal Poly. It's obviously not a breeder for draft picks. You know what I mean? We have 
one or two guys every year that's usually has an opportunity to make it or may yeah. may get a late round draft pick unless you're a freak we, we have had some freak athletes that have been draft picks and stuff asa jackson um oh man i'm, ba- I'm spacing on our wide receivers been with the giants and stuff oh ramses barton. barton yes yeah so we, we have had some freak athletes that have been drafted and everything but for the most part there's a couple guys a year that'll get a shot or an opportunity um and it kind of grew every year when you look at the older guys and see, okay, he got a shot, you know, maybe I, I think I can do that, you know yeah. what I mean? And each year you have success, and that kind of builds more and more and more. And then the senior year, um, you know, I th- think I had a – I mean, you fired off your senior year. <laughs> yeah, my senior year. 167 I, tackles. Bullying people. Yeah. 167 bullying people. Tackles. Going into my senior year, I was like, all right, there's some interest out there, but I really want to set myself apart so I could be noticed at, at the NFL level. And right. Thankfully, I had a good year. So it was – so you, you're saying that, you know, you said each year it built up, but senior year you were like, yeah, I can play in the NFL. Yeah, I think, um, I think going into – I think midway through my junior year and going into my senior year is like I'm gonna I, I deserve a shot yeah. in the NFL. I mean a hundred percent, bro. One hundred sixty-seven tackles. You're averaging double-digit tackles a game. Yeah, there was. I think there was only w- maybe one game my senior year where I didn't have double-digit tackles. There were a couple of games I had like twenty-one or twenty-three tackles. Bro, a game. We're, yeah, we're gonna get to the Sacramento <laughs> State game where you fired oh, off. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro, that's a good one. Fired off. But I wanna I wanna know about the the Big Sky Conference. Like we're were there good players in the Big Sky Conference? Oh, yeah. Were they putting out big names? Because yeah. I don't really know the Big Sky Conference Big, like that. big Sky is a very, very good conference at the FCS level. Like, I think it's the top at the FCS level. You got the Montana, Montana States. The, the, the Big Sky is always going to have draft picks. So, so if you're getting recognized in the, draft, yeah. in the Big Sky, you're going to get your shot. I would, Yeah, that was my mindset, yeah. It's, not, it's not in the North Dakota State um, Conference. They're the top FCS team, obviously. We've had to hear it. Yeah, Easton throughout the years, Gus Bradley, all these guys, I don't Easton know. Stick. What are we even talking about? <laughs> so they're in a they're in a Not bum a big they, they're in a bum conference. We're in a hard conference. Yeah, I, I mean, Bads can ask you about the Sacramento State game because this is out of control. <laughs> I mean, just you remember that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you just let's, on one that day? Let's just read something special. Yeah, I mean, yeah give him the read, stats. read the stat line. So. Nick DeZubnar with 19 total tackles, five were solo, so you're just flying around the ball, 11 hats to the ball, flying. half a sack, one interception, returned for 38 yards. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, all my success has always been from my effort and motor and just probably, you know, anger towards everything, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really I want to make every single tackle. That's why I've had success here on special teams because I, I really want to make every single tackle, and if I'm on – if I'm on a return game, if my guy makes a tackle, like I just failed. I yeah, that's the, my mindset. I you have to do everything right, and I want to get on every tackle. That's how it was in college too. Jeez. So I'm sideline to sideline in college. The Sac State game, I remember specifically. I got the pick. My little brother came up with this little um, Sasquatch celebration, <laughs> and I remember I got um, I got a pick. I don't remember how much I returned it for. I didn't get a touchdown, but I did the Sasquatch dance or walk or whatever it was to celebrate. Got a penalty. Head coach comes over. He's <laughs> worth like, it. Head, totally co- worth head coach it. was kind of mad, but I, I told him it was totally worth coach, it. I had all the tackles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do, you, do you really care about the celebration? <laughs> and the kick return, the kick return was actually an onside kick. So they onside kicked it, and oh, I, and I, and I okay. robbed it and ran right through it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
That's a that's a nice transition though into <laughs> the NFL career because you're just saying you've carried that mentality, which it's been the same mentality throughout ever since high school. Yeah. Or when you started football, you saw people hitting each other. You're like, yeah, I need to do right. that. All right, yeah. I'm still gonna be yeah. doing that. I'm in the NFL. <laughs> His dad was saying, yeah, you can do that without any sunscreen on. <laughs> Shirt on, off. We don't care. Go smack somebody. Um, so, I mean, your story is you were undrafted. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've been with the Chargers your entire career. You didn't get a combine invite. Like, really came from the gutter. But let's yeah. you know would, let's yeah. the the, re, the reality of it is it is solely because of the the low exposure that Cal Poly gets because yeah. if you look at your numbers it's crazy you're a freak you're a freak of nature go tell, I mean, go tell the guys up top <laughs> I mean, you know what the podcast is over we're <laughs> going to talk to them give them the Wikipedia page <laughs> we're going to go talk to them I mean you're you're, but you're right these, you're, you're smoking me in a race I'll give you that credit <laughs> and mean, on skates too yeah you know what <laughs> after seeing these numbers I'm not messing with you 29 bench press reps oh shoot I didn't even look at the measurables I mean yeah um, we're, we're pumping his tires but seriously these yeah, are this, this is a great podcast right? I'll do this every week we're, yeah just before everything <laughs> we can just do this was there frustration though like I mean you do have crazy numbers your stats in college were crazy and then you don't get a combine invite yeah salty yeah super salty, salty. Well, and then you don't get drafted and, and I think too I was obviously FCS guy but I felt like I did enough to get these invites to um to all-star games combine stuff like that so I didn't even get an all-star game invite to like, none of them no east west shrine like there were a couple bottom ones that no one really the knows about PA yeah, bowl. <laughs> yeah no, I didn't get anything <laughs> from the NFL PA bowl, you know? <laughs> NFL PA and bowl. stuff like that and then you look around and you look the guys on the roster there and you're just like these guys got freaking invited over yeah what are we you doing? know so salt level built no combine invite salt level built and then you're like you're brewing. You're, you're, you're ready to be great. You're brewing, and then you're just like, I got to ball out on my pro day. Like, I need to hit really good numbers on my pro day to solidify the fact that this isn't a fluke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 crazy. It is crazy. There's really no other way. I to mean, I've been, I'm literally been looking at these numbers. 4640, 20-yard shuttle split. I mean, no, 20-yard shuttle. I had a good shuttle. Yeah. Well, you're, four, six, you're a four-six guy. I'm. That's. I'm three, rounding down. You're a four-five guy. Yeah, I had a good shuttle. <laughs> you're four-five-nine. Three cone is in the sixes. Oh, I three mean, cone was good too. Yeah. I mean, I'm. If I'd go out there and do it now, I'm in like the seven-eight seconds. I mean, not a big deal. I mean, I'm, I'm a D lineman and I got twenty-five reps. <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing, but um, yeah, the numbers are crazy. But it feel I feel like it's it really has fueled you to get to where you are because this is year what five for you yeah year five and you've been with the same team mm-hmm. you're one of how many left from your class uh not a lot I, I came in with Denzel um I'm trying to think of how many guys are left all right guys quick break I want to remind you to subscribe to the all new Chargers podcast network wherever you listen to podcasts it's your one stop shop for all things Chargers directly from the team in depth conversations and analysis with players coaches executives national reporters and broadcasters, and much more. Also, don't miss a minute of action with the official LA Chargers mobile app. Follow real-time stats, watch your favorite Bolts programming, and live local Chargers games all season long. Download today at chargers.com app. Geographic and device restrictions apply. Local and primetime games only. Data charges may apply. And now here's part two of Mike and Ike with linebacker Nick DeZubnar on the Backstage Chargers podcast presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. What was it like to get that phone call, though, and be like, all right, I'm going to the Chargers? That was even more frustration, too, because then you're sitting there draft day thinking, okay, I had a heck of a career at Cal Poly, yeah. really good pro day numbers. I'm like, look, I'm beating the odds. I'm doing everything you thought I couldn't do, 
and I'm doing it. Like, what else do I need to do? So I'm, I'm really hoping I get that late round call, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then draft ends. Then um, the Chargers contacted me first, and they contacted me early because I don't think they had a seventh-round pick that year. So I think as soon as they were done with their sixth pick, they started getting their undrafted guys. Yeah, you know? So they, they yeah. called first, um, and then we, we were like, okay, well, let's just wait until the draft ends. And then I remember there was probably like a five-minute period when the draft ended, and I wasn't really getting any calls. And I was like, okay, I guess it's just going to be the Chargers. Like, I thought I'd have some more interest, you know, um, call back um, the Chargers. I'm like, well, no, sorry, sorry. We started waiting, waiting. And that I was getting frustrated because there weren't calls coming in. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, multiple teams, Redskins, Kansas City, Raiders. And then everyone yeah. started calling and stuff like that. But that's when I told my agent, I was like, look, Chargers contact us first. They've showed us a lot of interest. You know, we like the way it looks. I love being in Southern California. So let's, I mean, stick, with the Char- let's stick with the Chargers and make a happy, happy, uh, happy relationship here. Yeah. Now, I remember the anxiety of that draft day. It you know, sucks, it sucks, man. You know, especially when well, you as th- a kicker, you're not. Well, were you expecting to get drafted? You know, everyone expects to get drafted. You tell me, yeah, there's right. the, you tell me, there's one. Like, you know, your Isaac. Agent, sorry, your agent is your hype man. He's hyping you There's people up. that are listen, sitting Isaac, there that are like, all right, I'm not going to get drafted. Wherever okay. I go, I got my mind right. Well, listen, Isaac was drafted, so he can't really put his intake on this. Yeah, congrats, with us, Nick. So sorry, okay. Isaac. But you're sitting there. No, you know, no, no, exactly, exactly like what Nick says. You have you have everything built up where you think in your head. You know, there's there's a chance you're going to get drafted, and you're thinking, "Why not?" I mean, well, you look, at, you look at your. You I mean, you should have felt that way. You look at your numbers. Oh, I shouldn't have. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, exactly no. what I'm saying. Or whatever, you know. And, but then it turns into you know, the 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 calls after the draft, mm-hmm. and you know, you're you want to be mad, but at the same time, you want to be fired up because you got a shot. So yeah, I yeah. remember when I. Uh, said the the Colts gave me a call and I said yeah I'm coming there I I knew I knew what I was walking into with Vinatieri being yeah. there but I knew it was a chance to get my foot in the door right that's, that's exactly what helped me out so you got to get the film you got to get the film yeah yeah um, especially for you being able to even just learn and hang out with Vinatieri too I mean I yeah. mean that dude's a he's a legend I mean he's playing literally my whole life this is his 24th <laughs> season. <laughs> he's played 24 seasons. Yeah, this is his 24th season. He's made some change. Listen, we're his listen. 401k he's account is crazy. Change. Okay, listen, we're playing. <laughs> he's already getting his pension. <laughs> yeah. I, but I just want to, we're going to just put your whole NFL career in one, like, lump question. What does it take now, like, looking back, somebody in your same position, to be here now for five years and be where you're at? Like, what, is, what does it take to be the next Nick DeZubnar? Um, not that there will be one. Not time out. <laughs> not time out. Do they have to be their uh, high school uh, president? Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask that at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to let that go. They for sure do. So basically, to answer your question of how is there another Nick DeZubnar, what he wants to say is they're hard to come by. <laughs> there's only they're once in a lifetime. There's only one Nick It's DeZubnar. just that same mentality, you know what I mean? That same mentality from, from a very early age. I don't know. You could develop it, I'm sure, but, I mean, you got to be hungry. It's like yeah. every every – Nothing. I feel like nothing came easy for me in my life, and it made me that much tougher to where I really had to prove people wrong. And oh, I no. love. And I love that. And um, I'm still trying to, man. That's the best part about it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Bro, you have to. You. You guys know this. You have to come in here every day, just like every right, day. They're, a, they're trying to cut me. Today. Every day is a job interview. Every day is a job interview. Oh. Every um, single day is a job interview. And it's I think fun. It, to, and it's fun to compete. No yeah, one likes is. to. No one likes to look bad at practice, anything like that. Like it's, I, I think. Well, and everything's evaluated. And you have to be so competitive in this league and stuff like that. That's why I 
really, really like talking trash to everyone on the offense, getting these guys yeah. going. No like, doubt. I love practice for that reason. Well, and I think a shout-out to Michael and Margaret. It was on your page, so now we know <laughs> the parents' Margaret, name. Yeah. But seriously, like, just literally from the beginning, and it comes full circle, like your dad being like, we're not doing this. These people are talking about sunscreen. We're talking about smacking <laughs> each other. Like, it's two totally different conversations. It starts with how you're raised. Yeah. How you're raised, hockey has a big impact on the way I play sports, um, for sure. And then I I also wasn't, I wasn't a very big kid growing up either. Like, I was a late bloomer. I hit puberty late. I really didn't grow until later in high school. So all my success in hockey and stuff like that before high school was all, I was the small guy just being there. Hard-nosed. Yeah, the hard-nosed little guy. So you were like me before I... uh, just Listen, never grew yeah, up. Yeah, I was like, you're stop size pumping. That's <laughs> <laughs> like so. so me right same now. guy. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any closing questions? I mean, I think it's it'd be fun to close it with something fun. You know, kind of we we've had this debate, Nick. You've probably even done it before, but yes, water's wet. Okay. Is that no. what you're going to ask? No, no, no. Yeah, wait, listen, would have been a <laughs> perfectly water good question. <laughs> Is water wet? Is the sun hot? What? No, we're not doing that. Yet. <laughs> I'm like, all right, what are we doing? Okay. Would you rather be stuck in the middle of the ocean for 24 hours or be stuck in the rainforest for 24 hours? Bring on the rainforest. And your reason is? Look, I'm a, I grew up in the ocean. I think people underestimate the ocean. Like, it depends, completely depends on where you're getting dropped in the ocean, but that's a really freaky feeling, being left in the middle of the ocean at night. Like, you have, you're freaking you have a floaty, out. though, which Terrifying. is Terrifying. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't, I mean, you have a life... You're not well, life same jacket. Thing. You're not right? having to tread water for 24 hours. I'm though. taking. I'm taking the land. Yeah, give me land. I don't I think, care about snakes, jaguars, anything. Yeah, you oh. have a, you have a fighting chance there. You brought up the best point when we were sitting there. Zub said you can at least look at what what's coming at you. Yeah, shark. If shark wants you, it's you're done. <laughs> There's no but, fighting anything in there. And this doesn't need to be the whole podcast. But my thing with it is, if a crazy animal came up and was going to attack you, I'm I'm going out. I'm going out with a bang. Yeah, I just feel like playing your odds in the ocean, you might not get touched. You might not get touched, but you're not fighting anything off. You're on land, you have a chance to fight you're something thinking, off. You're thinking. Your head, your head's playing games with you. are getting touched by something in your head. Absolutely. And I, if you're on land and you fight something off, I don't how know. cool of a story is that? Yeah. Well, then you're Nick DeZubnar. But I also do agree. I don't understand the fear of sharks, even just people going to the beach. I never understood that. Bro, because they can delete you immediately. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we talking I think, about? I think it's more likely for someone to get smashed by a vending machine than a shark to even come up near you. You know, I think the numbers support that. Yeah. Vending machine smashing people. So people, people. are so paranoid about these sharks just because they watch Shark Week and stuff like that. Let alone, let's pretend you get attacked by a shark and you're okay. Let's pretend you like don't even lose a limb. It just took a little piece of your forearm. And then people are like, I'm so afraid of the ocean. You're telling me you're more afraid of getting back in the water and getting attacked by a shark twice? Yeah, the odds are in your favor. Look, you get attacked by a shark twice, it's time for you to go. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the good Lord calling you home. <laughs> All right, Zub. <clears throat> I think Badge would agree. We really appreciate you like coming on and helping us do this for the first time. I think it went really well. I think we're just going to make the show uh, Nick, Badge, and Ike. So, yeah, I'll be here <laughs> next week. Yeah, I'll be every week. Doing, you know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> if, we just, if we had us three, listen. Yeah, we don't well, need other people. Let's just talk about random stuff every week. <laughs> Would you rather? No, I'm saying then we bring a guest. I think if it was us three, I mean, Nick, Nick brings a, a humor quality. <laughs> no doubt. All right. I think we're good to go. Thanks. All right. See you guys. All right, guys. That's going to do it for us on the Backstage Chargers podcast presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. Remember, be sure to download and subscribe to the Chargers podcast network. 
We've got a lot of exciting things cooking this season, and we want you along for the ride. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, I'm Chris Harey.